How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison. A vaccine that can help prevent cervical cancer in women will be available for boys in 2009. The girls' vaccine has been around for about two years. It's recommended for girls as young as 11. There's new interest in the vaccine this week because a study from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control found that one in four young women in the United States is infected with a sexually transmitted disease. Some parents, scientists, and doctors want boys to be vaccinated too because the human papillomavirus, HPV, is spread by sexual contact. And HPV can cause cervical cancer. Some parents are skeptical that boys need the vaccination. The vaccine is not yet approved for boys, and the Centers for Disease Control say it's not clear whether it will be effective in men or boys. If it is, it might help prevent genital warts or cancer in men. When both sexes get vaccinated, the Center for Disease Control calls that herd immunity. Reporter Kara Hetland prepared this story for us. She was in the process of deciding if her daughters should be vaccinated. I pay attention to news stories, but when it comes to making decisions about my kids, I also like to consult my friends. Every month, I roll the dice with seven other women in a game of bunk up. So between us, we have four, five, six, Two. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen daughters. The oldest daughter in this group is 23, and the youngest is four. Over dessert and coffee, I ask them what they know and what they're going to do. I'm going to. I give them a chickenpox vaccine in uh, months. Yeah, why would I not vaccinate them? I don't know when they're going to become sexually active, but I figure if I can prevent them from getting something. I tend to agree, and the threat of cervical cancer is real to me. My friend Christy had it 14 years ago. I invite her to lunch so we can talk. She tells me she didn't know until I called her that some forms of cervical cancer are caused by sexually transmitted diseases. That's not something her doctors told her when she was diagnosed. Just hearing the word cancer, and I was single. I didn't have that much money, and here I was going to have to have treatment. Christy had to have a hysterectomy. She'll never have children. But I'm okay with it. The only thing I remember is a lady said to me, um, do you have any children? And I just told her, no, I didn't give her any reason. And she said, you're a very selfish person. So I think people in life should be careful how they judge other people because you don't always know the whole story. My friends are swaying me in favor of the vaccine, but it's ingrained in me as a reporter to get an expert opinion, too. Maria Bell is an OBGYN in Sioux Falls. She's the one patients are referred to if they have an abnormal pap smear or cervical cancer. She gives me statistics and other information that's readily available on the web. But I ask her to talk with me, mother to mother. My daughter's 10, and she was the first um, girl to get vaccinated in the state of South Dakota. And that's how strongly I feel about this vaccine. I didn't talk to her about um, the nitty-gritty of HPV and the sexual transmission. I just talked to her about that this is a shot to prevent cancer, a certain type of cancer. Well, it makes me stop and think about some stupid mistakes I made when I was younger. Uh, and luckily, I didn't contract HPV, but... You don't know that. Because this is an extremely common virus. Probably 70 to 80% of sexually active adults have been exposed to HPV. 
but only about 10% actually develop clinical disease from it. That scared me because I don't know. I don't think I've ever been tested. And Dr. Bell says women can contract HPV in their 20s and not be diagnosed with cervical cancer until they reach their 40s or 50s. Vaccinating my three girls sounds even better now. It's not something we're going to just rush out and do. I think before they start middle school is soon enough to get the vaccine. This summer will be perfect for my oldest, Bailey, to get the series of shots. My girls know that I've been working on this story, and in the end, they'll be the ones to either get a shot or not. I tell them their father and I agreed they would get the shot, and I ask them if they had any questions. Their reaction is more about the logistics than any debate or even what sex is. What's the cancer called? Er, Cervical cancer. What? Can you have babies if you do? Have it? If you have the shot? No, if you don't have the shot and you get the cancer. I don't want to get like 50 shots at the same time. My arm will be swollen. I did have a friend tell me I'm lucky because my girls are young enough to just take my word and do what their father and I believe is best. It's a narrow window, and each year I get closer to the day when my girls will decide for themselves what their choices will be, what their politics are because that's where this debate really lies, in that spot where politics and legislation cross into sex and morals. Are our children going to get STDs? Can we stop it from happening? And what is the point when a daughter becomes the keeper of her own body and her own decisions? Will my guidance have been enough to keep her safe? Have you heard of the HPV vaccine? Do you have adolescent daughters or sons? Will they get vaccinated? I've got resources and more information on my blog. You can comment there, too. I'd love to hear from you. How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison.